Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, we're talking in studio and it is sneaking up on us. We did not get to Japan this year, but. The Bacon Fest, the International Bacon Fest, went back to Central Iowa. Some 40,000 folks are going to trip through the five-hour party. How many people? 40-some thousand. It's amazing. I love it. And about 35,000 of them are fat. Oh, and Who uh, cares? And drunk. It's all about <laughs> the party. bacon. And, and it's a party. And, yeah. And, and, you know, no matter if we're doing it in Reykjavik, Iceland, whether in Tokyo. Do they do it uh, all over? Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, really? it's a huge. It's, and, it's it's a real, huge. and it's real big in Japan. Mm-hmm. Is it, it the same guy huge. from Des Moines that's doing it? That, yeah. yeah. The Variety Brooks, Club? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Brooks, yep. Brooks. Yep. Brooks Reynolds and Company, Tom Zmoliak, uh, one of the guys that uh, truly puts a lot of effort into it. A lot of benefit there to local charities and uh, good folks that can really use your help. But coming up february 16th look for it online and that's of course the uh, bacon festival if you put that in you're going to get the most Jeez. recent news we start a promotion on it uh for the Love on it. this very station so uh today so it's it's mm. it's going to be a actually we had them on who mm. this morning our sister station as well so good job by van all right let's uh go to our next guest tony you want to do the honors you bet i got a call last week mm-hmm. Uh, from a friend of mine, Johnny Lewis, and uh, he said he's putting together a program, and we talked about being involved with it with Wiseco, and uh, it, it just doesn't shock me because this guy is, I mean, we're obviously huge fans here in the studio, but just his credentials and, and the things he continues to do just is, is nothing less than amazing. Jeff Ward is going to go racing, AMA Pro Flat Track, AFT. I'm not, I don't believe it. Not for a minute. <laughs> it's just awesome. And, you know, and, and it doesn't surprise anybody because we saw him just crush it in the supermoto. And obviously, he's he knows how to ride a motorcycle. If you see social media, you see uh, he's been doing some flat tracking. So it's it's pretty awesome. And we welcome him now. Jeff Ward, welcome to Pit Pass. And what are you doing? You're going racing. <laughs> hey, guys. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Corey Lee calls me uh, crazy, but he loves it. So, um <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Yeah, just I've been riding a little bit and been at the Blackmore Ranch. He's helped me out the project and just been down there with some guys. And, um, you know, I've been, I've been love watching the, the flat track for the last year or so and, and know a few of the guys and just said, what the heck? I'm, you know, as long as it turns right a couple times, I think I'm pretty good. So the TT is what kind of I'm, I'm shooting for right now is, you know, five events and, um, uh, but I'd love to try a short track. You know, I'm not, I don't know if I'm too keen on the half mile or the mile, but, um, you know, I, I used to I race flat track when I was a kid growing up in TT. That's why I grew up with a steel shoe. So I kind of, I know it a little bit, but I got a lot to learn. And, um, yeah, Johnny came out and did his school, flew us out in uh, the Blackmore Ranch December, like, 3rd or something, and was out there. And he's got his kind of program going, and his school's back there in Florida, and, and he's going to go to the races. And, it kind of just kind of snowballed and got put together. So uh, I'm in good shape and ride and cycle every day. So I'm in better shape than I was when I raced supermoto. So I hopefully I can have some good results. Jeff, uh, you already mentioned it, uh, but I was going to ask you, 
you raced and, and did some flat track and some dirt tracking uh, growing up um, and then transitioned to motocross um, and that provided to be super successful for you. Um, how do you feel that uh, the transition is going to be back to uh, dirt tracking for you? And especially you're riding uh, KTM 450s, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, motorcycles are motorcycles to me. Um, I think in motocross, you get in every situation, whether it's sliding or, you know, tucking the front or losing the rear. It's just all kind of like, you know, it's input and react just to what the situation is. And um, so, yeah, but there's a big learning curve on just like anything when I've jumped into other off-road trucks, IndyCars, Supermoto, um, rally, whatever it is, there's, there's mistakes to be made and learned. And, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, with my racing background, I won't make big mistakes, but I'm sure I'm going to make a lot of little ones. And, um, you know, it's not gonna, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to jump right in and, and set the world on fire. I don't know. I think I'll be pretty good, but, um, just depends how the tracks are. Um, you know, I heard the one in Arizona on the off-road truck track, which I raced the pro two at, um, and it's a pretty fast and big jump. So, you know, be kind of more my alley than maybe something that has a lot more, you know, sliding and then having to really so, set up the bike a little bit, you know, but that's where Johnny comes in to kind of help out with what, you know, they've learned from past, you know, from day to night and all that. He'll know a little bit more of all that stuff than, than I would. I'm clueless, but I think, uh, you know, I think it'll be fun. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. So on the, uh, the Arizona track, do you just bust out an old 500 for that one and just, Send it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wish they'd let me. <laughs> Just get some good suspension know. put on there, some freshen that thing. Put up. everybody on a KX500 and see who wins. Hey, I'm saying with the front brake. Some of them guys struggle yeah. with the front brake, Jeff. Yeah, I know. We get to run them on the TT, so um, you know. I know, like some of the corners, if they're not so like super fast, you know. I, I mean, I can back it in. I can slide. I can turn the front wheel down. I can do it all. But I'm not as comfortable as I would be more if, if it's, you know, yeah, you, you get to use your front brake more like Supermoto where you're, you know, it's not leaned over so far relying on like the steel shoe holding you up. It's more, you know, finessing the front brake that gets you in there a little more straighter up or something. So um, that's what, that's what intrigues me about the TT. It's just a little bit more of riding the motorcycle to what, you know, you can get out of it more than really knowing how to slide and set the bike up to get the grip and, um, it's kind of like going from an oval on an indie car where you can't run an oval unless it's set up right, where on a street circuit, you get away with a little more because you can input it a little more of turning it earlier or later and, and, and choosing a little bit different entry or exit. So, and getting power to the ground. So, um, I'm hoping that helps out, but I'm excited to, you know, get out there and have some fun and, um, enjoy traveling to the races and looking, you know, hopefully it, you know, the flat tracks on a uprise right now with their following and exposure and, and personalities and riders and talent and kind of like the supermoto was when it started taking off, except it was so new and flat tracks been around forever, but it's, uh, it's really cool that people are paying attention to it. And, um, it's a great sport and it's definitely for spectators. The racing is always exciting. So I hope I'm in there, uh, for one or two of those, uh, close, victories <laughs> what what portion of the season are you planning on running jeff i mean uh, is it a full full season or select events only well i got the five tts which will be uh i think uh daytona phoenix i think springfield sturges um, sturges and then peoria 
Um, so besides that, I mean, I'd like to do a couple short tracks. Um, maybe Atlanta after Daytona. Um, some guys say that's good dirt and you'd like it. Um, you know, maybe I'll, I'd dab, maybe try that and just see where it goes. And then, you know, who knows? But, uh, you know, I haven't been too keen on looking into doing the half miles or the miles, but, you know, certainly I'm not afraid of the speed. Um, but it's just the mistakes on those are bigger and worse and, uh, costlier when, if you do make a mistake or somebody else makes a mistake on you and, um, you know, like I said, I'm 57 years old and I bounce off the ground. Okay. Still, but not the best. So, uh, I'll just play that by ear. Well, and there's no sense in taking a dirt sample unless you really have to. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I mountain bike, I, I do downhill stuff and I do stuff I shouldn't be doing. Um, just because of my, you know, my skills I have and, but, you know, it bites me now and again, and, and uh, you know, you get beat up, but it's just in my blood, and that's what I've always done. And if I'm not hurt once or twice a year, then it's weird. So <laughs> I enjoy kind of going through the, I don't know if you call it the torture of bracing and, and just figuring out how to make it to the next one and the challenge. I just kind of, you know, thrive off that, and I still have that passion somewhat, and that's why I'm still racing stuff I do and um I'm heavily into mountain bike racing and I just did a twelve hour time trial in November um on my on a road bike it's two hundred and seventeen miles I think in twelve hours. So um yeah I just train and just love doing athletic things. So this is just another big challenge that I'm uh, super excited about. Okay, so you did two hundred and seventeen miles, is that what you said? Yeah, twelve hours. Yeah. So you're going eighteen mile an hour average? Yeah, I was at 21 miles an hour average for about eight hours. Man. And then uh, it was 95 degrees in the desert, and it got hot. It was just like, I'm not going to make it, these laps. It was a circular, you know, like a 20-mile loop where you could come in and get water. And they didn't have to have a support crew like we did the Ram. I did the Ram race across America with, with David and, and Doug and, and Mickey Diamond, um, where we have a crew, but this was just uh, kind of by yourself. So, um and then I, you know, I've done the mountain bike races and I'm in good shape. You know, I just need to do a little bit of, uh, some more moto and some more gym stuff for my shoulders a little bit. And, uh, I think I'll be good to go. It's going to be, uh, interesting to see how this goes for you. I, I, I just, um, to, to, to do something like this, when you have the credentials that you have, I got to believe that you make a few phone calls and everybody gets excited. I was when I heard it last Friday um, or Thursday, whenever it was, when Johnny called me, mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to be a part of that. I want to go watch those races. I want to go see and, and right. you know what I mean? So I think it's really good for, for not only for, for a flat track, but anybody that wants to jump on and be involved in your program, are you, um, is Johnny putting it all together for you? Or so you, you can just show up and focus on riding or, or, or what's your, I assume you're flying the races, right? A little bit of both. Yeah, I'm going to come in. I'm, you know, working on Five Monsters, a sponsor, um, a few other, you know, on board. Uh, the um, Blackmore Ranch is helping out, and I have, you know, Troy Lee Designs, and um, you know, I haven't got my uh, leather company yet. My helmet, maybe belt, you know, because we have to wear a road race helmet. We can't wear moto helmets now, so I guess so. That throws a little curve into, you know. So I'm just putting stuff together. But Johnny's on the side of uh, bike setup and. Um, one of the reasons why I went with KTM, um, they also have a factory effort with Chris Fillmore that's running that uh, program. Um, so, 
you know, when I'm at the race, he's got, you know, he, he's running the bikes. He has suspension set up. Uh, I may be running one of his bikes in Daytona. I have two bikes here I just got. Instead of having to haul one back there, I'm going to probably fly back and do some testing and then ride that same bike. So um, he's got his school, so I may be there helping out with that. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's just a, kind of a, a work in progress. Um, I don't, it's not a big change. I mean, the Phoenix, like, you know, so it's, I could drive to Sturgis, you know, so if I do the five races, it's not a big deal. But, yeah, I do have a lot of people, you know. I just got, I was just on the phone looking at some of my emails. So I just went for a bicycle ride. There's five or six people on there like, yeah, we want to be involved, whether it's in the laptop parts or this and that. And, and John's can you imagine, got, you know, quite a few, can, quite a few can, stuff he's already got. So we're trying to you know, make sure we don't overlap things and, uh, and um, just get the best program we can together. Can you imagine what that'd be like? Would you do this weekend? Well, I was at the school for, you know, racing. And, uh, oh, really? They're good people? I don't know. This one guy named Jeff Ford seemed to know his stuff. And, uh, yeah, I'd spent a couple days with him. And, and I think I'm better. I think I'm better. But I think that, <laughs> you know, you got a guy that really hadn't done his homework yet. I think so. Hey, Jeff, we got to take a quick time out. Uh, can yeah. we hold you through the break? Do you mind? No, no problem. Super long segments, about an hour, hour and a half. Um, (laughs) Not really. (laughs) Not really? No, okay. All right, stay tuned. More Pit Pass. We're around the corner. Stay tuned. Coast to coast, border to border, and all those ships at sea. It's America's Motor Racing Talk Show. Back after this. Hi, this is Doug Henry, Adaptive Snowcross, Winter X Games Gold Medalist, and you're listening to Pit Pass. With no speed limits, no tickets, and no left-turning minivans, Track Addicts Track Days allows you to experience the performance of your sport bike in a safe and fun environment. Track Addicts Track Days offers a variety of programs, ranging from their new rider school to their advanced group sessions for experienced track riders. Get all the details at trackaddicts.com. That's trackaddix.com. Or call Ducati Omaha at 402-408-4400. Learn to ride your sport bike the way it was meant to be ridden with Track Addicts Track Days. With the tremendous amount of horsepower and torque created by modern dirt bikes, today's racewear must withstand tremendous forces. It must breathe well, be lightweight and protective, yet still durable. Fly Racing created its Evolution 2.0 racewear to fulfill these requirements. Evolution 2.0 features the industry's first BOA closure system race pant designed to provide custom comfort, smooth, even closure, no pressure points, and simple one-handed adjustment. Add to that the Evolution 2.0 Pro advanced ventilation jersey and premium race glove and you have generation next racewear built to withstand the extreme conditions created by the modern dirt bike for more information visit flyracing.com it's much more than a piston company wiseco now offers a full line of quality performance products including forged pistons precision forged clutch baskets and hubs crankshafts camshafts forged connecting rods and valves at wiseco we offer accessories for just about any motorcycle atv snowmobile personal watercraft outboard marine engine or automobile on the market today after 70 years in the business wiseco has established a great reputation as a brand that can be trusted to deliver high quality performance products for power sports enthusiasts and professionals wiseco america's motor racing talk show pit pass motor racing weekly comes your way each sunday morning from 8 to 10 right here on des moines sports station 1460 kxno 1460 KXNO. Hey, this is Ken Roxon. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. All right, welcome back to the show. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Glad you're with us. And the, uh, the tagline by uh, uh, Jason Salo over on uh, 
on, on Racer X was, holy smokes, Jeff Ward. Yes, that Jeff Ward is returning to professional racing in 2019. He joins us now, rejoins us, I should say. And, and Jeff, uh, we've always appreciated your um, being available to us over the years. It's been uh, important for us, and we appreciate that. Cool. You're welcome. So this pretty much uh, wraps up the segment. So thank you. <laughs> oh, Jeff, geez. Uh, off air, we were talking with you, Jeff, about uh, Anaheim 1. You were you were out there standing in the rain with everybody else. What were your thoughts on the race? And and uh, any surprises in Anaheim 1? No, first, I'm, I'm smarter than standing in the rain. I was in a suite. Okay, so. all right, yeah. <laughs> I, wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't suffering out there. But, um, yeah, it was kind of going to be a bummer that the rain was coming, but really it held off till you know, later – after the main event, the parking lot, we'll go into the parking lot was worse. Probably the worst time I had all night, but, um, pretty amazing how, you know, all the guys out there, the front runners made the track look like it wasn't muddy or slippery. Um, I mean, the pace they were all going and how hard they were still pushing. Yeah. It hurt. I think guys that got bad starts because you couldn't go offline and come in on somebody and, you know, make the corner. So everybody kind of had to follow for a while, but still pretty impressive. Um, you know, I predicted when I saw press day and just, you know, I knew Barsha would be good, especially in the slick and Roxham was going to be solid because he was solid last year before he got hurt. And he even got more time in after that than he did the year before. And then Tomac's always, you know, he's got the potential to win every race. So pretty much those three guys, I was pretty assuming, but I mean, it was really cool to see Dean Wilson. Um, you know, sometimes when things don't go your way and, you got something to prove. It really lights a fire under you, and you, you ride way above. You know, I shouldn't say above your talent, but it just really puts, you know, above people's expectations. Off. Maybe. Yeah, and it, takes, it takes the pressure off because you have nothing to lose. You know, and you want to. And it's just a motocross is a mental game, and there's just so many ways um, going into it. You know, I don't know what happened to Anderson. It looked like he was hurt to me a little bit, but um, there's no way he should have been off the pay. You know, maybe the the he was pumped up. Maybe the, the, the slick track just. You know, he had to just survive. I have no idea. I didn't talk to him. But, um, yeah, for Wilson going in, it's like when you got something to prove, you don't care what it is. You just do it. It's hard to have that mentality sometimes when you're comfortable with the ride you have and, you know, you don't want to get hurt because you got to make the season. And, you know, that's why I think uh, he looked pretty bummed out that he didn't get on the podium because he definitely deserved it. Um, what are your thoughts on, on that? Do you, do you think that was fair? What I understand is NBC made him cover up one of his sponsors, which was a. a, a am I wrong? Is it CBD Ignite? It's Ignite. Is, it is Ignite, the, or, yeah. and it's some it, weed company or something. It's a CBD oil. But they also have dispensaries all over the sure. place. So, yeah, um, I don't know what. I mean, I, I have a company I work with, uh, Medterra. That's you know, I've had some stuff that helps him with um, um, inflammation and stuff, and it's legal now. And this stuff. I mean, it doesn't have anything hemp in it, you know. So I don't know if that does. And I know it has a smoke, you know, has a smoke uh, where you smoke some of it. So I don't know. You know, maybe a vapor release. Maybe their other pro- maybe their other product has marijuana in it, you know, in, in other states. and But it's still the same brand, even though it doesn't have any of it. That he, he could use it. Um, it's not going to be any problem with drug testing or anything. But it, it, I think maybe it corresponds and and uh, with the other side of it maybe i have no idea but do you think that's fair uh, for them to be able to say who you can and can't have as a sponsor when when they're when they're the, well, p- the purse obviously isn't going to pay dean wilson's bills and he's no. if he's riding out of a sprinter i mean it, and i realize he, I, he has a, a, 
energy drink money and that kind of thing. But what if they said, hey, we don't we don't agree with we have a moral position against energy drinks? I mean, what? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's the government. I mean, it's that's why cigarette companies aren't sponsoring IndyCars and Supercross races anymore because they can't advertise on TV. So it probably falls into maybe that category. I have no idea. And then I don't know what everybody signs when they sign the entry for, you know, what uh, sure. who has power to say what. It's, well, there, there are so some more, restrictions. You know? if, if you look into the, U, uh, the UFC, for example, there used to be a short list that of sponsors you could not have because it conflicted with that which they did have that the UFC yeah. had as a brand, right? And, and yeah, so, that kind of that that kind of hurts because yeah, say if somebody you know Toyota sponsors the series, right. You had Dodge like Terry Hart's team did back then. They just couldn't have a truck in the pits or give out. You know, you couldn't do certain things within the you know, the Spectair era, but certainly you could run Dodge on your. But you could you had to have Toyota on your front number plate, right? Uh, yeah, that's you know even though you ran. It's like Monster. You have to have Monster on your front run number plate. And there's Red Bull guys. It's kind of that's kind of accepted now because uh, you know the series is owned by you know the one company. But sure. um, I, I could see that, but I can't. I couldn't see then. You know, Monster say no. Red Bull, you can't. You can't be on a bike or a helmet because we don't. You know, they, that doesn't happen. But maybe in the UFC it does because. Well, I think this is this is a legal issue that the federal government, the Internal Revenue Service, a lot of people are having to deal with. Like you, if you are yeah. a, a store that retails out medical grade marijuana, right? Uh, right. You cannot take that money to the bank and deposit it. You have to take it into like a check and a cash uh, or somebody like that. They write you a check. You can take that and deposit it. Now, that's kind of stupid, but to be within the rights or the law, I should say, uh, that's one of the things. But once the federal government gets their hands around this idea that now 27 states have legalized medical grade marijuana and more and more are legalizing it for recreational use, then the federal government will have to make a judgment call once they do, then the broadcast entities out there will make it's it's like the nba or the the nfl <laughs> they have uh you know the things that they have put into place uh performance enhancing drugs or other um that you know they're going to want people to live up to their rules until there is an honest to god opinion by the federal government right so that's all i got to say about we're that. talking with uh, jeff ward about <laughs> weed here and uh pit pass radio fantastic the last guy you want to talk about <laughs> no or weed because i have no clue on either no. one of them. I don't either, buddy. Um, I've never tried yeah. it. I'm looking at the pure profitability of it. It's yeah, amazing. I'm with you on money. that. Yeah. yeah. About, you know, back to Jason Anderson, though, Jeff. I, yeah. Uh, to me, and I didn't go, but uh, I'll be at some races this year. I didn't go to that one. Um, it looked to me like there's more to the story than what we saw. And and you, I looked at his social media. You know, he didn't say there was anything going on, any ongoing issue or anything like maybe a preseason injury, but I'm speculating. No, he said he got yeah. a little caught up and I think mentally in the situation of being the the number one plate right. holder, the defending champion, you know, the all the hype surrounding him. It, it just and obviously the track conditions weren't favorable to him and apparently I've heard that they were chasing some setup issues, uh, both in the Husky uh, camp and the and KTM. Even though Cooper Webb didn't seem to have a problem yeah. with it from last to to fifth. Yeah, but, that was a good uh, ride for Coop. Um, yeah, and Wilson didn't either. No, right. He's so front, so I, I don't know it's if that. Like I said, it's, like I said, it's all a mental. I mean, I'm sure Wilson's bike wasn't much set up differently than anybody else. I mean, it's all the same factory stuff and right just little settings but when your head is 
you know, think of other things, then it just doesn't flow. And, you know, Dean had nothing but, yeah, you know, I'm going to try to win this thing well, in mind. And, and that's the only thing that he was, you know, that's the way you have to go into every race. And, and I'm the toughest one because, I mean, I kind of picked it beforehand. I said, it's going to be a guy that has nothing to lose. It's going to be up front, you know, that, that really probably doesn't think he's in the championship hunt, you know, and doesn't want to DNF because that will ruin the season almost. Um, you know, that's why I like, you know, guys that have a first time win at Anaheim a lot because the, the, they got nothing the to lose. Guys, they, yeah. The guys that, you know, are, that should win are just kind of little conservative and just don't want to, you know, ruin it. So it's always a guy like Dean that, you know, has nothing to lose, but yeah, having the number one plate, um, is just, and, um, yeah, I've had it a couple times come into a lot of seasons, whether it was outdoors or supercross. And, you know, the first one, yeah, it's probably pretty tough, but, um, it's the same guys you've been racing since you've been there. So it's nothing like you're going to be slower than them or you're, you know, and you know, you're not going to run away from them. So I don't know, you know, what are you, what are you trying to, you know, you just have to go out there and ride the track until whatever and whatever you finish, you know, and I, I think he just went out there with a different attitude of, um, he wasn't the fastest maybe and it, it just kind of built on it and he just maybe his arms pumped up and you know because the pressure and he wasn't riding smooth and just that was it but i haven't heard it just to me watching him it looked worse than that of you know i could he almost pulled over on the front straightaway once going to the, the finish line it looked like he was done and then he started going again you know it was like and you know, watching his left leg it never came out too much and mm. But I didn't hear anything, so you never know, you know. And when you do get hurt, you kind of want to keep it under wraps. Go back and rewatch that. I always try to play it out, play it up big time, Jeff. Like <laughs> I would have won, but oh, I was, look at me. Poor me. I've got a broken arm right yeah. now. You guys are amazing. <laughs> I'm actually amazed I can even ride a motorcycle, let alone get yeah, last place. It's better to over over amplify the injury. Like <laughs> how the hell was he even riding when his his hips out of plus socket. You know? His heart <laughs> stopped. Uh, it was actually, awful. I was actually pronounced dead at the at the arrival yeah. of, of practice, and I still got Collapsed fifth place. Lung and yeah. yeah, I have a defibrillator on my back to keep it going. <laughs> I got it. I got eleven, so it was a good night. Yeah, it's going to make a hell of a story for tomorrow. <laughs> what What are your thoughts yeah. on uh, you being a past multi time champion too? Uh, what are your thoughts on Chad Reed still out there swinging at at that age? Do you think? Uh, and and there's been a lot of critics. I, you know the internet warriors that that think that there's somebody that's more deserving of a ride than than a guy that's you know running around in tenth place or whatever. But I I never bet against Chad Reed, but uh, because he's he's that guy that out of nowhere he'll just be relevant. He'll just be extremely competitive. What are your thoughts? Um, I think it's great. I mean, look at me. I I, I love racing, and that's what he does. He loves. He knows. He doesn't know anything different. He's he's not. Uh, far off pace by any means you know i mean he just didn't get a start on saturday if he would have whole shotted chat you, you you go the latest you'll go the pace of the leaders he's got the you know right away um and he would be in there he didn't he actually you know caught and passed guys that yeah. you know should have beat him so you know or on paper or you know maybe um because of his age but he, they didn't um so i'm pumped he's out there. plus he's a big asset to the series. I mean, I agree with that. Fan, too. fan favorite for sure. His uh, line's always yeah, the longest. I mean, he gets, he gets yeah. the biggest claps. I mean, I've got a, I've got a chance in the last few years to, to hang with them. I went to Australia with them for the for a car race over there with one of our friends, Peter Adderton, who's from Australia with Boost Mobile, and um, cool. You know, I didn't know him that well before, and I, I think I said a couple of things that pissed him off in the past. And, 
<laughs> you know, because I'm, you know, ex guy. You're saying this, and you just don't know the situations, and just like any, you know, any like your anybody show that says stuff that doesn't know what's going on, and um, you know, we got to hang out, and he's super cool, and just you know, wants to just he loves racing, and that's his life, and I'm pumped to see him out there and to have a good ride where he doesn't have to worry about all the other things going on to get a bike there and you know a team and um yeah i can see everybody out there you know saying yeah somebody else deserves this and that but but who uh (laughs) exactly who i don't see anybody out well in in, 200 and some races right 105 of them are top 10 but i don't know who that and he just got another top 10 so yeah collected he collected um, four records on saturday yeah so he deserves it no matter you know he deserves this opportunity just to finish out his career and how he wants to finish it, mm-hmm. um, which is feeling like he gave it his all. He knows he's old. Um, <laughs> he knows he can't. He knows yeah. he can't. He can't bounce back every no. weekend and, and win like he used to. But he'll have a race where he'll contend for the win and get a podium. I believe, and, uh, and that's all he's looking for. You know, and just to to run out his career on his terms and not you know just like disappear because you know he tried to do his own deal or something. So. Um, and he's he's in a different place than he was when he was racing. He's got his kids and um, you know wife, and it's, yeah. it's just a little different. And then when you're just coming up and you're in that eye of the tiger, Eddie, nothing else matters. I don't care, you know, to where you get to where you realize what the fans are. You realize what makes this stuff happen, you know, behind the scenes. And I was the same way. It was just your kid. You just expect it, and then when you see what really you know goes on you appreciate it more and that's where i think where he's at well and um, and jeff the sport jeff who else would you think of at at the similar age with the family the three kids to sell everything you have everything you've known where you've been in florida for yeah umpteen years to move everything north to be outside jgr's front door and yeah. to now uproot everything you have to show that type of dedication at that age donald trump did it he had to leave his nice oh house my God. <laughs> well it wasn't really a house it was more of a you know, uh, the what, hate, what do you call and it and the hate just yeah. rolls in and jeff and that is a big commitment that, a big commitment for him and ellie to do that right you know? and and i just with can't, the kids i'm not moving them yeah. so i'm i hope i just hope he has a great season and you know, I don't, I don't, I don't read the internet. I mean, the naysayers and whatever, they, they don't have a clue. People that say they've never been in the motocross, they don't know. Um, it's hard to tell them that because they, they still think they, you know, it's, That's right. it's like any other sport. You, I watch football and this and that, and I don't, I don't, you know, I can say stuff, but I'm not in there. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes. You don't know what goes on. You just don't know it enough to really put your two cents in as much as you want to. Um, but, the guy still rides a motorcycle better than 99% of everybody in the world. So, How about that? Um, <laughs> so, That's true, uh, though. I mean, you just one, nailed he's still, it. He's still in that 1% of uh, world's best. So um, I hope he has a great year. And and, uh, and then, you know, I think his next thing will probably be car racing, and uh, he'll be good at that because motocross is, teaches you about everything you need to know to go car racing. Speaking of one percent, that's about the amount of time we have left in this hour. <laughs> so, Wardy, who do you want to thank, bud? Cool. Oh, just everybody that's always been behind me. You know, I decide to my family be something when I jump in to do something. They're committed as much, you know, as I am because they have to be. So, uh, <laughs> um, and then, you know, so that's de facto. <laughs> 
So, but you know, I mean, I'll, everybody, Monster, everybody's been behind me, and and uh, you know, uh, Jeff Blackmore who's helping out in this thing, KTM and Johnny, and and um, you know, everybody that's uh, that's been supporting it. So. Um, It'll, it'll be fun. It'll be fun, for sure. I know we're excited. Well, it's we always it. fun to have you on the show, too, brother. Thank you so much, Wardy. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Take care, guys. There we Bye. go. Jeff Ward with the last word at hour number one. Coming up, hour number two, Malcolm Mookie Stewart, Shane McElrath, Aaron Colton, and you. We appreciate you listening to America's Motor Racing Talk Show each and every week. We're looking forward to hour number two. We hope you are, too. For Tony Wink and The Balance, we'll talk to you on the other side of it all. This is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly. Stay tuned. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.